Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle eye, Bill Cerna. We cover it all, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles Football Pre-Game Show. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody, before we get started on the pregame show, I just wanted to let everybody know as we get set for this show, uh, we are set to have Bill Cerna on the show. However, being the hardest working man in sports radio, uh, went real late last night and done forgot about our interview time that we were going to set up for Bill Cerna's segment on this show. However, you can hear from him on Friday night as the Raleigh Eagles will be taking on the Wiley Pirates coming to you live from Homer B. Johnson Stadium. So uh, just to let everybody know, no Bill Cerna in this uh, pregame show, even though I might make mention of it during the pregame show, uh, there will be no Bill Cerna just to let everybody know. And we'll cut and go to uh, the end of the show when we are all set and ready to go. All right, everybody, welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, bringing you the pregame show of your Rowland Eagles as they're taking on the Wiley Pirates, coming to you live from Homer B. Johnson Stadium in Garland, Texas, as we get set for tomorrow's showdown of the Wiley Pirates and the Eagles, and of course the pregame show being brought to you by the Bullet Experience, where you get better every day, as this is a family-friendly, multi-sports complex designed to promote confidence and fun no matter what the sport or activity so you get on over to the bullet experience it will offer out the recreation competitive sports leagues tournaments instruction training youth camps whatever you want come by and take a visit at the bullet experience and you will see why everybody in Rowlett loves the bullet experience check them out at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett or you can give them a call at 214-326-7850 to set up a tour of the facility. Now, we are set here as your Rowlett Eagles. You know, you took a look at the beginning of this season and you seen that out of district schedule and you went, whoa, whoa. I know I did. I don't know about the Eagle Eye. I'll ask him if he went, whoa, I know I did. Because when you go outside the district the way the Rowlett Eagles did in the uh, in the games that kind of matter, but they don't. I mean, obviously, towards the standings, they don't. But when you look at that to get ready for what kind of season that they're about ready to have in district, they, they had a tough one. Again, we talk about it. You know, back on August 30th, they took the loss to Prosper 31-7. to Got wiped out. No offensive touchdowns in that game. Seven points came from pick six. Then they took on Rockwall. They got beat 50-7, to only scored one offensive uh, touchdown, and that was a rushing touchdown uh, by Alex Rob. Then they took on Plano. That's when they started putting points up on the board. Although they took the loss in that game, 55-34, to it was a good set for them to get ready for district. Now, they go ahead, they get ready for district, and then they go into a dogfight with the Naaman Forest Rangers, and they got a one-point victory. Guys, one point. Seven to six, by the way. 
And if it wasn't for a missed extra point, that game could have went into overtime. Then the Raleigh Eagles got a one-point victory against the North Garland Raiders 27-26 on September 26th. It wasn't until they met the South Garland Colonels on November 4th where they got a victory that was, you know, satisfying, 44 to 28. Now they're taking on the Wiley Pirates tomorrow. And guys, I'm going to tell you right now, I go back to that game. And a couple of things that stands out to me about that game, and one of them is the simple fact that we were in a situation where it was darn cold. We didn't even have our booth over in uh, Wiley because of a situation of another radio broadcast deal in our booth. So, like the professionals, the eagle eye and I are, we go ahead and set up on the film deck, guys. The film deck. And it is cold out there. I'm glad I wore a sweater. Bill, on his way, had to run home because he went there and didn't realize the weather was going to be what it was and didn't bring the appropriate clothing. So he went ahead and went and got home and got there just as we went on air. So that was one thing. The weather had a lot to play in the game. I'm telling you right now, last year the Rowlett Eagles should have beat the Wiley Pirates in Wiley, without question. It should have happened that way. It didn't. So, when the Rowlett Eagles take on the Wiley Pirates this year, it's a total different story. It's a story of two different teams. The Rowlett Eagles are not the same team that they were last year. But on the flip side of that, and a good side, neither are the Wiley Pirates. Now, the Wiley Pirates are not, you know, they are not kicking it great. Okay, they're 2-1 within district, and that loss was to the Lakeview Centennial Patriots on a uh, Thursday night. They're 2-4 and four overall, and those games are district games. So there's another team that went outside of district and did not have the success outside of district. And you can say whatever you want about them, but as far as that was concerned, that loss to Lakeview Centennial it was 20 to seven. Uh, I marked that 27 to 20 in favor of the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, which we'll see here in a couple weeks here. And that game got started off where um, Lakeview Centennial scored a touchdown in every single quarter. The six points in the second quarter was a missed extra point. So, that having been said, Wiley, with a field goal in that game, a touchdown in the second quarter, got blanked in the third frame, and then only scored 10 in the fourth quarter, and it wasn't enough to beat the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So when you look at the re when you look at those kind of games, you see what they did. Wiley wiped out the Garland Owls 50 to 21, and you know, and then the games they out of the the situation how it worked out. They took on the Saxy Mustangs, and I'm going to tell you, folks, that was a game where Wiley slipped that one out 22 to 21. And it was, if they did not score the 12 points in the fourth quarter and blank out Saxy, they wouldn't have won that game. And so that game was all about the fourth quarter. 
and an exciting game in reality because Saxey in the third quarter scored 14 points. Looks like they were going to turn around and not give anybody an opportunity. But they got that one-point victory. So we're seeing some things that are kind of common here when you see that a one-point victory uh, for, for the Wiley Pirates. And then, you know, kind of a game where they wiped out Garland, you know, in good shape, but then taking that loss. And if they would have scored, maybe they would have went for the two-point conversion and got a one-point victory. That part we don't know. But we're seeing two similar teams and on two similar routes compared from last year. And to kind of put it bluntly, but not to sound really, the teams are not as good as they were last year. However, when you look at the standings, it's a little bit different, especially when you're talking district and that all-important district standings, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on in this show. But the Raleigh Eagles setting themselves up and you know, putting themselves in a good position as they move on and get set for this game. And this game is all-important. And we'll talk about those all-important things because we are getting to the meat of the schedule right now. As they take on Wiley on Friday, and that's the 18th. And then they turn around next Friday, and they'll be taking on the Garland Owls. That game is going to be at Williams. Then the Rowland Eagles will take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. They are the home team in that one. And then they're uh, on the road, last one, over at Williams to take on the Saxey Mustangs. Then that is that rivalry game that everybody loves. But this is, I think, when you look at the things that are happening in this district, that game could or could not have anything to do with where they're going to be sitting at right now. So... Taking a look at what Rowlett has done, I'm telling you right now, within this district, they're overachieving right now based upon the team on who they are. And But there's something to be said about that as well, because when you're a football team that maybe not be that good, maybe as not as good as the couple of years, you got to do what you got to do to figure out a way to win a football game. And right now, the last three games for the Rowlett Eagles, they've done that. You can't take the check mark out of the uh, underneath the W and put them in the in the L side. They got the Ws, and really, it doesn't matter. It's what they're learning on the way to get to that point. So you talk about a one-point victory uh, within district against the Name and Forest Rangers, then the one-point victory against the North Garland Raiders. Then the South Garland Colonels, that's when they started picking up. So where the Rowlett Eagles are now, not, you don't want to take the step back, either A, with a loss, or B, not really go out and have a good showing against Wiley. Because Garland is not the worst team within the district I- anymore, but they're not the best as well. And then you got the two fights with the Lakeview Centennial Patriots and the Saxe Mustangs. The meat of the schedule. And when you're talking about the meat of the schedule, you're talking about uh, games that are going to clash. Garland, one and two within district, but they are three and three on uh, on the season. So they had a, you know, a two and one record outside of district this past year. So when they meet them, they got a lot to work to do. 
the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. They are four and two overall. They're two and one within district. You know, sitting there right behind Rowlett right now. So you're talking about St. Anne? The Lakeview Centennial Patriots got the victory last week against the Wiley Pirates as well. Then you take a look at Saxe. They're four and two overall. They're two and one within district. Now you're talking about a team that had been undefeated for the last three years in district. So they take the loss, you know, to a Wiley football team. So interesting setup for that as far as the rest of the season goes. And that and I'm looking forward to that. So we'll take a look at a lot of things here. And that just kind of gives you an overall look. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Hear from our sponsors as well as our main sponsor for the pregame show. Of course, that is the Bullet Experience. Make sure you check out the Bullet Experience for all the things that you need to do when you're getting ready to go. Because what is the bullet experience the bullet experience is that family friendly and but it's a training center so they got the weight room with 3,500 square feet in it they got the gym over there with four volleyball courts and two interchangeable basketball courts they got the covered over uh, outdoor training that you would need to do with 25 yards of uh, artificial turf that is covered so you can not be blistered down by the sun. They also have sand volleyball courts, batting cages, the things that you need to get better, whatever the case may be, Check out the Bullet Experience for the training programs, the club sports, and the recreational sports, or if you just want to do something for yourself. Check out the Bullet Experience. They are wonderful, and they're great people. And uh, check them out at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, or give them a call at 214-326-7853. And we'll thank them for their sponsorship. We're going to hear from our other sponsors of Rowlett Eagles Varsity Football here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And your Rowlett Eagles. Radio Network. We'll be right back. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. 
Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your rally at Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costlow Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costlow Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road, where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costlowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement failed to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall off the bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash for lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today.
and welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Raleigh Eagles as they are at home at Homer B. Johnson Stadium taking on the Wiley Pirates and that game happens tomorrow, Friday, October 18th, 7 o'clock, uh, kickoff underneath Friday Night Lights. Make sure you get on out there and check them. It's right down the street, guys. It literally, you know, that's it, everybody knows where the Walmart is in Rowlett, the big one, not the, the neighborhood one, but the big one. We're talking you're seven minutes away from there. Get your butt over to Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Check out your local Rowlett Eagles varsity football team and cheer them on to victory uh, as we will be out there, and hopefully we will be able to see a victory as your Rowlett Eagles are going to be taking on the Wiley Pirates. And the Wiley Pirates, their second year within this district, folks, so it's a little bit different for them as they have to look at different things. You know, coming from the district where they came from into a new, new district, you got to ask yourself that question. And what have they done as far as that's concerned? Well, let's talk about that. They came went back into the district. And again, I don't know how they shuffle these districts. All I know is I go to uh, 10 or 11 football games each and every year, and I call the game. So how they got there, I don't know. But the Wiley Pirates last year, they were 5-2 and two in district last year, 6-6 six and six overall, and they grabbed up a playoff spot. That is normally you know, set for some of the other teams within district because it was usually Saxe, it was usually Rowlett, it was usually Lakeview Centennial, and then the rest of the teams were fighting for that final spot. Now, you have the Wiley Pirates going in there and trying to change how things were done, and they did. So, that being said, the Rowlett Eagles have you know, change their personnel, have different uh, different types of players on the football team. And I will tell you right now, this is a different football team for your Rowlett Eagles. And it is a different football team for Wiley. Now, that being said, when you look at the standing, so let's do that. Let's look at the standing in 6, uh, 6A, Region 2, District 10. That's where your Rowlett Eagles play. And the Eagles are on top in that district as they're the only undefeated team within district. So they are 3-0. and And now, but not by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin, chin, well, the first two games. Uh, so when you look at it, you go, phew. So... If the playoffs were going to start right now, you have three teams right now that are two and one within district. Okay, and the way they figure out the standings for those teams are points against. Okay, or I'm sorry, mark that points allowed. Okay, so the Raleigh Eagles have allowed 60 points, but they're on top. They're the only ones three and zero, so they're sitting right there. The next three teams are both two and one, so it's how many points they were giving up is figuring out their uh, standing order. So that being said, Lakeview Centennial two and one, they've only allowed 51 points uh, through the season, so they're in second place. The Wiley Pirates, the team your Rowlett Eagles are facing tonight, they have allowed 69 points, and the Saxe Mustangs they've allowed 67, but they took the loss, so they took the loss of one of these teams right here within district, and that right there slides them back even though they have less points allowed. So the Rowlett Eagles and how they look at this thing, it's all set and ready to go. 
they right now are in control of their own destiny. So when you're in control of your own destiny, you have to set yourself up to play good football games because you've already beat Naaman, who is one and two. You've already beat North Garland, who are one and two. You've already beat South Garland, who are 0 and three. So you have a two and uh, seven record of the teams that you beat. Kind of reminds you of the Dallas Cowboys. You know, they had the didn't have the great first three games, uh, great football teams, and then they had two that were there, and then they let the Jets beat them. Yeah, that's right. I said it. And they're now three and three. So now the Eagles kind of are set up in that same thing. But the difference, the difference is, is how are they going to get the victory? So it starts here against Wiley. Now, Wiley giving up as many points as they have, those are situations where your Raleigh Eagles might be able to take advantage of it. But when you see that the Raleigh Eagles have only scored 78 points on the season, and again, jump back to the first two games where they've only put up 14 points. It's a little bit different as far as, no, mark that. Actually, they've given up seven, they've only scored 78 points within district and the Wiley Pirates have scored 92. So that's within district. Whoop, just knocked that microphone around. But that being said, overall, They've scored 126 points. Wiley have scored 149, and that includes out of district. So what the Eagles need to do is figure out how to win. And we talked about it in the last segment. It doesn't matter what you're going to do. You need to get the check mark underneath the W side. And if you win by one, guess what? It's really irrelevant. It's not like in college where they're going to take a look at how bad you beat one team how bad you didn't that has nothing to do with it when you talk about high school football it's all about wins and losses within district so right now the eagles are setting pretty right up on top three you know wiley two and one looking to go three and one on this season the Raleigh eagles looking to go four and up now if you look at how this thing shapes up and depending on who loses, the Raleigh Eagles get a victory against the Wiley Pirates. They would be 4-0 on the season. Wiley would drop to 2-2, two two, depending on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots and how they continue to play for the rest of the season will be important. But if they get a victory here, they will cement themselves into the playoffs. So there's actually a lot on the line for this game because if they go 4-0, the worst that they can end up within district, okay, puts them in a situation where they would be uh, um, lined up to be 4-3 and three, and that would be enough to make the playoffs because of who they beat. I don't know. We'll see because Wiley will be right there. But if you get that victory today, they're, they're going to seal up a playoff spot. Now, where will they be as far as that's concerned? We don't know because there's going to be three more games after this. But all important game here tonight, especially if the Eagles want to line up a playoff spot. Now, when you talked about the first three games, you don't know if you would have thought about the Raleigh Eagles in the playoffs. When you saw those first two games where they lost by one, you probably wondered, really? Are they all set and ready to go? Are they? Can they do this? 
And now that they are 3-0 within district, one game away from cementing themselves into the playoffs, I don't know if I would have said that after I watched the first two uh, games within district and the first three games out of district. So this is a nice place to be. So if there's any time that the Rowlett Eagles have got to pick it up, it has to be this week. Because if you want to pretty much set yourself up for the playoffs, this game right here will put you in. So how this team will react to a, I don't want to say must win, but when you look at the you know schedule that's coming up, you look at Garland, they're no slouch. You look at Lakeview Centennial, they're no slouch. And Saxe, they've only lost one game in district and they're trying to turn it around. So this right here is almost a must win for the Raleigh Eagles because they will put themselves in the playoffs. And they probably need to do that now in case the last three games don't go the way they want them to do, which is obviously wins. Now, when you take a look at Rowlett and you take a look at uh, the Garland Dows, the Garland Dows are one and two, okay? All right, they have allowed 138 points on the season. They've only scored 94, but your Rowlett Eagles, they've only scored 78. Now, again, you took look, take a look at those first two games, seven points, but you're looking at that. So Garland is no slouch come next week. And I will tell you, that's why this game is all important because you don't want to if you have the opportunity to wrap up that playoff spot you want to do it as early as possible so in case of injuries or whatever the case may be maybe you can get the injuries back before you hit the playoffs so i i am really excited about this game i don't know if you can tell a little bit different inside because when i started looking at this prep for this pregame show i was like you know what if they win this game they're gonna lock up a playoff spot and that's exactly what's gonna happen if they get that victory and if it's by one it don't matter so we're looking for a one point victory or more obviously for the Raleigh Eagles now we can talk about a lot of things we can talk you know teams where they are what they're doing so we can do that and what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the couch potato sports show when we come back we'll take a look at some of the stats some of the staff leaders within the district and some of the other things that you got to look forward to as your Raleigh eagles will be taking on the wiley pirates in this all important day game must win yeah i said it this is a must win for the Raleigh Eagles so they can try to get relaxed and play with fun in the game and also get out there and learn the game to put themselves in a better place to make plays. And when you're worried about if you're going to make the playoffs, I think that affects you, especially in the high school level, on how well you can play this game. Sometimes desperation on high school making you feel we, you know, feel good, it doesn't. It makes you feel more nervous and you're more apt to make a mistake when you're under pressure, more so when the pressure is off of you. So that's what we want for the Raleigh Eagles going in the final three games of the season. Oh my gosh. Do you realize after this game, there are only three games left to go in this season. We'll be 70% through the regular season. And hopefully be able to roll through the uh, playoffs for a couple of weeks. That's what I'm hoping as we keep this train rolling here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they're taking on, of course, the Wiley Pirates. 
So we're going to take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show here from our sponsors here. We appreciate all the sponsors of the Rowlett Eagles Varsity Football Team as well as the Bullet Experience. They are the uh, main sponsor of the pregame show, and we thank them for their sponsorship. Check them out at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. You'll be glad that you did. Or if you can't, give them a a scream over there, 214-326-7853. And we're talking about it. Melvin Bullet. He is one that has stopped Tom Brady. So why don't you go out to the Bullet Experience and train with uh, you know, guys that know how to do it. Train with the professionals, whether it is uh, Jerry Bullet, former NFL football player, Terrence Bullet, former uh, uh, Canadian football player, and of course Melvin Bullet who played for the Indianapolis Colts at cornerback, all of them out of Texas Tech. Those three, all of them. Right there. So they know Texas and they know Rowlett. Go check out that fine facility. You won't be, um, you won't be, you would be surprised and you will not be disappointed. So check them out. So let's take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams as well as top of the line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24 gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, Out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. 
and we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday where we're bringing in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ and we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world and he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city and so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlet.org. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit RayHubbardRealEstateGroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered, but you don't want to use Uber Eats? Contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out, and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes, depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pod, Ponchos and Lefty, and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Wiley Pirates. Make sure you get out there and support your local team here in Rowlett. An exciting game. Again, as I talked about in the last segment, think this is a must win for the Rowlett Eagles so they can play the rest of the season with no pressure on those shoulders of those young guys. And this is a season where maybe you don't want that as they are not as good as the the teams that have come forth before them. So as you look at this season and where the Raleigh Eagles are, what they're going to do, 
It's all important for the Eagles to show up here today, well, Friday, of course, uh, as the Raleigh Eagles get set. So what do the Raleigh Eagles got going for them? Well, they got a situation where you take a look at some of the stats that are out there on the football field. Let's talk about it. And an all-important game for your Rowlett Eagles as they take on a Wiley football team that doesn't score a lot, score more than Rowlett very much either. You take a look at a points per game for the Wiley Pirates, 24.8, almost 25 points a game. Your Rowlett Eagles only 21. But a big number that you take a look at, the difference between these two teams, all right, the difference is the fact that the Rowlett Eagles have given up on average 32.7 points a game compared to the Wiley Pirates with 26.3. So right now you see exactly where they are as far as scores. Also, when you look at yards per game on the positive, what they do offensively, almost 300 yards for your Rowlett Eagles compared to 327 for the Wiley Pirates. Yards allowed per game, the Rowlett Eagles giving up a significant amount more yards, 374 yards a game compared to 287. That defense there for Wiley has done something. I, th When you look at that number, you, you ask yourself, the, the Wiley Pirates are allowing about 87 more less yards than the Rowlett Eagles. So what do you got going on? Fine. Check out what's going on as far as the football team is concerned. Where are you at? Well, Mason Lang, the quarterback for the Saxe Mustangs, his pass for 649 yards on 52 of 105 uh, uh, attempts for seven touchdowns. Now, you look at Alex Rout. Now, Alex Rout, 78 of 172 for 873 yards and six touchdowns. So, interestingly enough, you look at the rushing, your quarterback leads the team in rushing with 417 yards, averaging 5.7 yards a carry, and he's got five rushing TDs. So you got your quarterback, and you also have the running back, the same person. So when you look at Wiley, you got to look at Trey Sheffield. Trey Sheffield, he is averaging almost four yards a carry, 424 yards total, and he's got five touchdowns as well. Now, receiving Antonio Hall, missed a couple of games as well, but he's got 20 receptions, 364 yards, and three touchdown passes. And folks, all three of them, all three of them, all deep. Over 30 yards for his touchdowns. So, why why is that important? Well, if Alex Route and Antonio Hall are on the same page and they know where he's going to be in the route, and I'm talking about Antonio Hall, if you put Alex Route putting that ball on him immediately, that could be really good for the Rowlett Eagles. So I I hope they put the ball down the field. I hope they load it up. And, and put the ball in the air so they can have an opportunity to make some big plays. And really, when you talk about high school football, it is all about big plays. 
You want those big plays. You want to be able to see if you can get those big plays out there. Because when you look at the other side for the Wiley Pirates, we're talking about Henry. He's got 24 receptions, 367 yards, only two touchdowns. So you look at the difference. I think the difference without seeing Henry in action, I think the difference is the burst of speed that Antonio Hall can have and give the Rowlett Eagles the opportunity to have big plays but be able to maybe stop the Wiley Pirates from scoring. So it's going to be an interesting game there because those first two games, you know, you you take a look at the stats, and it's my good friend Randy Galloway, former guy that does a sports radio show on 103.3 ESPN, watch the damn game. Now, we don't get the opportunity to watch the damn game when you're talking Wiley unless they're put together or we sneak out on a Thursday night and might be able to catch them, which I have not been able to do. So we have to go by the stats and the things that we see. Good, bad, or indifferent, that's just how we got to look at those things. So what goes on with the Rowlett Eagles and the Wiley Pirates? We got to check the stats. And so we're going to do that. We're going to check these stats and see what they set up as. So I'm sure you're asking, why are we going through the stats? We talked about the team leaders. Yeah, the team leaders. And the reason being is when you look at Wiley, based upon the numbers, of course, we don't have the eye test to look at this team. So all that we can do is take a look and take the educated guess of what we're going to see from this football team based upon the stats. So based upon the stats, this is a football team that uses two quarterbacks. We talked about the league leader in Mason Lang, but they also have another guy that comes in quite a bit in reality, Marcus um, McElroy. So Mason Lang, okay, he's 52 of 105. He's completing almost 50% of his passes for 649 yards. He's got seven touchdowns but four interceptions. Marcus uh, McElroy, he is 29 of 60 for 48.3% passing for 508 yards. He's got two touchdowns. He's got three interceptions. So when you look at the numbers and checking things out, they are 81 of 165 for 1,157 yards, nine touchdowns and seven interceptions. Yeah, I did the math that quick. So that is significant when you look at the Rowlett Eagles and what they do. We'll take a look at those stats and we'll, we'll see how those work. But those are significant stats when you think about it, especially the yards. Now, looking at the rushing, all right, we talked about uh, Trey Sheffield. He's uh, rushed the ball for 108 times for 424 yards, almost an average of four yards a carry, five touchdowns. McElroy is the two-headed monster. He can throw the football, use the option, and do a lot of things based upon the stats. 37 rushes, 134 yards, averaging 3.6, and he's got two rushing touchdowns. Trey Adams, 11 rushes, 50 yards, averaging 4.6, and he has one touchdown. And then you have some uh, filters out there, seven rushes, 49 yards for Mike, uh, Malik Ford. William Perry, seven rushes, 43 yards, 
Seth Kramer, six rushes, 31 yards, 10 rushes, 23 yards for Cole. And then Jordan uh, Sherman, five rushes for 21 yards. Then you have a couple that are uh, mixed out there. Uh, Hogan, one rush, 18 yards, one rush for 10 yards for Nally. Four rushes, nine yards for Aaron Henry. So it's a football team that likes to run the football. There's no question about it. You look at those numbers, and, and this is a football team that has rushed the ball probably, and by the way, Mason Lang's rushed the ball for negative six, but you know he got some positives before, and one of those were probably, one or two were probably for big losses. But when you look at the numbers, and you have to ask yourself what's going to be headed your way, you're looking at about a 50-50. When you add up all those uh, those rushing attempts, so you got 157, 167, which is about right there. And then you throw the stragglers in. They're a little bit more of a rush than a pass team, but they can probably go 50-50 based upon what's going on in the game. So that means the Raleigh Eagles have got to be aware of the running game as well as the passing game because we talked about the yards, 1,000. 157 yards okay so you're talking about Aaron Henry 24 receptions 367 yards averaging 15 yards a catch two touchdowns Michael Ford 14 receptions 279 yards averaging almost 20 yards a catch 19.9 two touchdowns and then Malik Ford yeah Michael Ford and Malik Ford Malik Ford rushing the football He's catched 19 uh, passes for 232 yards, almost 12.2 yards a catch, three touchdowns. Kramer, who is also doing the uh, rushing, seven uh, receptions, 108 yards, 15.4 yards, two touchdowns. Sheffield, nine catches, 106 yards, two catches, 23 yards for Swilly. Trey Adams, three catches, 22 yards, and six catches, 15 yards for uh, uh, K1 Ford, or mark that, K1 Cole. And then William Perry, one catch out of the backfield uh, for nine yards. That's the numbers that are coming offensively. So, meaning defensively, the Raleigh Eagles have got to be ready for both. Because there's no place where it really shows that they are going to do this all the time. They're not going to, this is a rushing team. No, they're, they're flipping the coin. So you've got to be ready both sides. And that means that the Achilles heel of the Rowlett Eagles with that run up the middle and sometimes missing the tackles could come into play here if the Rowlett Eagles are not ready to square down on a rushing game going right up the middle. And I say this all the time. If I see it, the coaches see it. I'm pretty sure Bill thinks the same way. So the Raleigh Eagles have got to be ready for that up-the-middle run, and they have got to be able to pursue the ball on the ground if it goes up the middle because that will be a big-time situation for the Raleigh Eagles if they don't correct that mistake. So we got to watch out for that. We'll see what happens with that because that will be all important uh, for the Raleigh Eagles as they move forward. So that's the Wiley Pirates. So what do the Raleigh Eagles do? Well, let's talk about that. The Raleigh Eagles and their stats, um, and we talked about a little bit of it as we were looking at the team leaders, but there's only been one quarterback for the Raleigh Eagles, okay? So 78 of 172, only 45.4% passing. The difference, 873 yards, six touchdowns, five interceptions. 
overall for Wiley at the passing, uh, you're looking 81 of 165. So they haven't passed the ball as much, but they completed more passes. And the yards, a big difference, 873 yards compared to the Wiley Pirates at 1,157 yards. And the touchdown, six touchdown passes compared to Wiley's nine and five interceptions. Now Wiley has seven, so two more interceptions. And hopefully that's where you take a look at that and you hope that you can end up getting an interception, get a turnover, will be all important. These two teams, I'm telling you right now, are close as far as quality, but you take a look at those yards, there's a lot of yakety yak going on out there, and I'm talking about yards after the catch. So, rushing, we talked about Alex Rout. He's got 417 yards on 73 carries. He's averaging uh, six and a half, uh, marked at five and a half, and five touchdowns. Dwayne Newton, 61 rushes, 219 yards, only 3.6 yards carry, two touchdowns. Colton Yarbaugh, and this guy is becoming that utility player that you love. This is a guy that you can fall in love with at any point. 18 rushes, under 55 yards, averaging 8.6. He's got three touchdowns on the season. Charge Jay Hunt, 20 rushes, 101 yards, averaging 5.1. We didn't see him last week. He's got one touchdown as well. Trayvon King, four rushes, 46 yards, 11 and a half uh, yards per carry. Antonio Hall, he's got a rush for 10 yards. Harper with a rush for seven yards, and then one rush for six yards for Trey Carr. Trey Carr being the backup quarterback for the Rowland Eagles. Now, receiving. Again, Antonio Hall, 20 catches, 364 yards, averaging 18.2. It's a good number. Three touchdowns. And all three of them this year, outstanding passes from Alex Rowland. And using the speed. They will need to do that in this game. Trevon King, 30 catches for 230 yards. He's got a touchdown. Jeremiah Tarwar, 8 catches, 91 yards. 7 catches, 88 yards for a hardball. Yardball, and he's got one touchdown, four catches, 31 yards, and a touchdown for Dwayne Newton, two catches, 17 yards for Morgan. Rodgers with two catches, 17 yards. Charge Hunt, one catch, 16 yards, three catches, 14 yards for Hector Soto, and one catch for Jerkay Brown uh, for five yards. So those are the numbers. And in the business of football, they say numbers don't lie. They're just, they don't lie, they're just deceiving. And of course, at the same time, the Rowland Eagles have got to have to bring their A game. And this is going to be, as far as district is concerned, the um, hardest team that they would have to face this year in district. So they have to go in. They have to make the plays. They got to bring the chemistry, all being on the same page, coaches, players, and otherwise and seeing some of the things that they have needed to improve on, get that improvement, and it starts in this game because of the final three games that are all important. But again, must-win situation for the Raleigh Eagles? I think so. So they can play the last three games without worrying about if they're going to make the playoffs because if they get that victory today or Friday night, they will make the playoffs. So it is what it is. How the Rowlett Eagles work out, we'll find out here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And again, guys, let's just to let everybody know, no Bill Cerna. I had scheduled him to uh, get time so I could get him up on this recording. Unfortunately, being the 
hard as working man in sports radio. We unfortunately could not get that done. So that's going to do it for us on the pregame show of your rally at Eagles as they're taking on the Wiley Pirates. That game will be on Friday, 7 p.m. underneath Friday Night Lights over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Join us on the Couch Potato Sports Show for our continuing coverage of the 2019 Rowlett Eagles Varsity football team. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.